Ladies and gentlemen, Saints and Eights, what's going on? Welcome to Lactic Acid. I'm your host, Dominique Smith. As always, thank you so much for your continued support. It's been so much fun getting the chance to meet new people, do these interviews and share it with you. And trust me, the best is yet to come. Today's episode is one for the ages. I had Sinclair Johnson on the show and you're going to hear about her and from her. Um, you know, in just a few moments, but Sinclair is a legend in the state of Florida and she's a legend in central Florida um, when it comes to what she did on the track and on the cross country course. And I am so excited for you to get a chance to know her. We talked about Florida. Um, we talked about Universal, the theme parks. We talked some good food places. Uh, you get a chance to know her. She's a very big on the outdoors. And she talked about that, some of her favorite places to hike, some of the cool places that she's been. Talked a little ice cream. It was a great conversation. Don't want to give too much away. Um, but you're definitely going to enjoy getting a chance to know Sinclair. She is awesome. And definitely be sure to follow her. She's doing big things on the track predicted it on the show i think she's gonna make that world team and i think she's gonna medal yeah people can call it a hot take but listen i think it's a fact and uh, definitely excited to see the great things that she does if you haven't already our youtube page is popping off we're you know doing exclusive content um that's being put primarily on youtube still haven't decided how much i'm going to bring to the audio um, but I probably will bring a couple of the exclusive things over. But please go check that out at Lactic Acid uh, with Dominique Smith on YouTube. Subscribe and you'll get a chance to see some of the episodes. Well, all of the episodes that we have done um, with the exception of one and then the exclusive content. If you have Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever you listen to, Lactic Acid is on it. Be sure to subscribe. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Um, that way you are up to date on all the latest episodes when they come out. You get it right when it comes out. And so be sure to check that out and then leave a like or a nice comment review. I would definitely appreciate that. It helps people find this channel um, and I want to hear from you. Definitely. So be sure to do that. And then on our social media platforms, Lactic Acid Podcast on Instagram, Lactic Acid underscore pod on Twitter. If you're interested in sponsoring the show, shoot me an email at lacticacidpodcast at gmail.com. Would love to chat with you. Would love to bring your brand into our family. And I am so excited for you guys to hear this episode and i hope you enjoy it what's going on ladies and gentlemen saints and inks and welcome to lactic acid the podcast where the takes are fresh the ideas are ripe, and that makes us the best in the bunch. I am your host, Dominique Smith, and today I have one of the best in the state of Florida, literally one of the living legends, killing it on the track and off the track. She is none other than Miss Sinclair Johnson. Sinclair, I appreciate you coming on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on today. Of course, of course. You always the state championship here in Florida. Uh, records are being broken. I still think Sinclair is a stand for another year, uh, but it's always great to have a legend um, on the show. So usually I ask the question to start, if you had to pick a superhero to describe who you are on the track, who would you go with? But uh, no, 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 I'm not going to ask you that. Oh, okay. You're not going to ask that. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm going to change it up a little bit. And so I'm going to try to start this in this next phase. I'm, I'm not going to retire the question, um, but I want to start this question. If Ben and Jerry's came to you and said, Sinclair, we are doing a promotion centered around you. We are going to have your favorite custom made ice cream and we want you to name the promotion. What would the ice cream flavors be and what would the name of that particular ice cream be? What would you call it? Wow, that's a that's a loaded question. Um, I so I feel like for flavor profile, it would have to be. I love peanut butter flavored like ice cream. <laughs> I know that sounds kind of weird, but <laughs> um, so probably peanut butter in it, um, and probably chocolate as well. And then 
maybe add in like, uh, well, let's just do that. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. Um, and then as for a name, oh, gosh, um, I don't know. <laughs> That's hard. Um, I am not creative at all. Um, I feel like something like, just like, I feel like my, me as my, my, my personality is like very sassy and I can be, I can have like a little bit of an attitude too. So something like, like, I don't know, like sassy, but sweet or something like that. So weren't you, <laughs> I watched in the former interview, weren't you called like the director? Yeah, I was like, yeah. And um, that was like Back- in uh, preschool or like kindergarten or whatever. Yeah. So what about director's edition or director's cut? Yeah, that's good. There you go. Okay. You're way more creative than I am. <laughs> I don't know about all of that, but it's funny. Pretty much you described a Reese's ice cream. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's like my favorite candy. So <laughs> same here. That, I am that in ice cream form. <laughs> I I've never had Reese's ice cream. It's too scary to me. I've never had peanut butter ice cream because that just sounds that does not sound good to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I, I love Reese's that, that was, that's childhood right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. The Reese's. So, okay. Yeah. I guess you, I guess you really have to like peanut butter to have peanut butter ice cream, but that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, you really do. I've, but I've never seen peanut butter ice cream except like a Reese's or whatnot. Really? I've seen, I, honest to God's truth. When I go to Publix, I've never seen, I've seen Snickers um, and I've seen Hershey's. I've never seen Reese's ice cream. Yeah, that's true. That's actually a good point. I don't think I have either. So brother Ben, brother Jerry, we need to get on that. Um, Mm -hmm. Direct directors, (laughs) directors cut ice cream. Okay, cool. Okay. So without further ado, let's get started. So you are out there on the West coast. You are running, you are balling out so far this season you are catching W's and you're definitely um, from what I've seen from an outsider's point of view, um, having a great season so far in your own words, how would you describe how everything's going? Yeah, it's been good. I, uh, I made a big change this past fall. So I was kind of wondering how the season was going to go with just like a bunch of newness um, this year, but it's been a lot of fun. I feel like I've, gain my fire and, and my um, passion for running back, which I kind of lost a little bit last year. So um, I feel like that's kind of um, like it, it shows in practice and racing. So um, it's been really good. I think just being around a new team and a new coach and everything is just very exciting and um, everyone's been working hard together and um, it's been paying off. You look like you're having fun out there. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, like you're having a blast. Was the change of scenery just maybe getting from, you know, Oregon, you know, out there to California now? Um, I believe that's where you are, if I'm not mistaken. I'm still in Oregon. I'm still in Oregon. But even yeah. just the change of scenery, I mean, the change yeah. of colors, at least. Um, it seems like that's, you know, to your point, have it's just been a breath of fresh air. Yeah, yeah, it has. It's like, I think... I didn't anticipate to make a huge change this past year, but um, going through it now, I think it was like the best decision I made. And um, it's, yeah, it's really refreshing just to, just to be somewhere where I'm happy and enjoying what I'm doing. I, so Sinclair and I are both from Orlando or the greater Orlando. I'm from Orlando. Um, You're from the outskirts, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so and I'm going to get to Oklahoma state in a minute because I have a sincere question that I don't understand that I want you to answer. Uh, How, what's the weather? Like how, how wonderful has the weather been like growing up in the swamp compared to going outside where you can actually breathe in fresh air instead of flies (laughs) and ladybugs and the heat stroke. Yeah, it's been, it's been very nice. I think, especially like the summer and fall time in Oregon is dry and 
still warm, but very dry. You don't have bugs. Um, you don't walk outside and immediately start sweating. So <laughs> you do have to get through like about eight months of rain, which is definitely a new thing for me. But um, once you get to the summertime, it's just magical out in Oregon. It's like a different kind of rain in Oregon. I can't explain it. Like it, when it rains, the rain is cold. And yeah. But like here, it's like it's like fire and brimstone falling from the sky. Essentially, <laughs> I went out there to Oregon for the first time uh, to cover pre last year, and it was when it was like like 150 degrees out there. But mm-hmm. we caught it, which was something that I was a little nervous about because you know I'm used to heat and humidity, not dry heat. So right. I thought I was in trouble, but a cold front moved through and it was like the equivalent of winter in Florida. I didn't realize like weather could be that nice in August. Um, Yeah. So like, it must be pleasant just to run in that state. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's yeah. The one thing I feel like is super hard about running in Florida is the humidity. It's just, cause even if you get up early and try to beat the heat, you still, it's still, so humid in the morning so you can't really beat that <laughs> it's worse in the morning in my I don't know why yeah I think so like the morning dew or something about it it's just yeah it's very you're just sticky all the time which is like never a good feeling <laughs> no okay so let's get I'm gonna get depressed having more conversations about this. so <laughs> did you ever envision yourself to this level you started off playing a tough sport in lacrosse which lacrosse players do not get the respect that they deserve. Just being on the lacrosse field, somebody, you know, threw the ball or I didn't realize how fast it comes at you. And for whatever, the girls were less padding than the boys for whatever dumb reason. That's a tough sport. Mm -hmm. And then you switch to another tough sport in running and you ball out. Did you ever expect to get to where you are? And you haven't even reached your ceiling yet. Uh, no, I definitely didn't. I think I, I mean, I started out running just to like stay in shape for the lacrosse season and then ended up finding out, I was like, Oh wait, I'm actually kind of good at this. And I actually did like it. Um, and so that just like spiraled into the next when it was like, okay, now I can run, um, in college on a scholarship. And so we're like, me and my parents like, cool, let's do it. And so I went to college and then I just felt like in my career, it just has been like certain things just happen. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wait, I can run at the next level. And so then that happened again in college and uh, I was getting offered contracts. And so then, you know, now I'm running um, professionally and I think it's just, yeah, like, I think it's been cool though, because I haven't really put any expectations on myself or like look too far into the future and just kind of lived in the present. And, um, yeah, just been really surprised that the progression I've had over the course of, and now I've been running for, I don't know, eight, eight or nine years. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been like a really, really, um, fulfilling journey, but also just like a lot of shock (laughs) with it all, just a lot of disbelief, like, wait, I just did that. Or like, this is like a possibility I can run pro. So but it's been, I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything else. It's been awesome. I remember watching an interview when you came in fourth um, after that long season. And mm. fourth place is is the worst. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, I, I you know feel that pain. But, you know, you were pleasantly surprised, but you seemed like you were enjoying the moment. So you just mentioned, you know, you live in the present as a professional athlete where there's the pressures of the world about the present and the future. How do you stay present in the present? Yeah, I think the big thing is just like focusing on the things that I can control. And I really try not to, you know, think about what's going to happen even in my next race, because that's not really something that I can control. And what I can control is the day in day out of, you know, the training that I put in the recovery that I'm taking the food that I'm fueling my body with. And so I think just taking 
it day by day like that and just remaining like, you know, if I do all these little things every single day, the well, they're going to add up to some big thing down the road. Yeah. The question that I had about Oklahoma State. So I didn't know much about Oklahoma State. I just know for whatever reason, they call themselves the Pokes. And yeah. <laughs> they slam some stick, like, and it is so loud on the TV. Um, yeah. So I was like, this is weird. Um, but people on the show know I'm an Ohio State football fan. Obviously, you know, I'm wearing Ohio State, you know, gear tonight. And their defensive coordinator, um, Jim Knowles, who was at Oklahoma State for like five, six years, is the new defensive coordinator at Ohio State. And so I was just looking up some information, you know, just – just to try to get a glimpse. And so Stillwater is a unique place and unique being, it does not look like there's much to, I'm not trying to disrespect nobody because Stillwater, <laughs> I'm not, Stillwater, if y'all love that, then may the good Lord bless and keep you. I, I just, I'm more information. That's my job. And so what was it about Stillwater? Um, that was like, you know what, this got to be home because I'm just curious about not Oklahoma State, but the city of Stillwater in particular, because yeah. I didn't see anything. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's definitely a college town and it's like an hour from Oklahoma City and Tulsa. So two of like the biggest cities in Oklahoma. So it's, it's out in the middle of nowhere. Um, but I took a visit and for one, I really liked the coach there. And I think that's what drew me to even take a visit in the first place. Um, and then honestly being there was just like, I think everything that I was looking for in a school in terms of the program was really good in terms of like mid distance. So eight, 1500 meter runners, they produced a lot of really good athletes. Um, and then I really liked how it is a small town and there's not a lot of people there, but it felt like there was like this camaraderie in the community that like really rallied behind sports yeah. and you really were treated like royalty essentially when you were an athlete for the school. Um, and I really liked that. And I felt like the school really valued its athletes and put a lot of money and resources into, you know, having the best of the best. Um, so yeah, that was a huge draw. And then I just really liked the team too. And I just got along with everyone there. And um, I think that was just like kind of all I needed to feel like this was going to be a home for me. And there were not a lot of distractions there, which probably was a good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, we, we still had our fun. Um, you just, it's kind of what you make it. And I think the people make a place too. And I just found such good people in Oakland and Stillwater. I will. I do respect Oklahoma um, State because they seem to rally around women's and men's sports equally the same. Mm -hmm. Just from an outsider's point of view, it's not you know all the money's not being pumped into the football team um, or the basketball team. I know they're in, in a little bit of hot water now, mm -hmm. um, but they seem to. And and I say that because I've been to an Oklahoma State game when they came down. Um, to Orlando oh yeah um I forgot who they played it was I think they won but it was it was a really good game but some of those people were like the nicest people and they were talking about oh yeah we got to go you know did you get your baseball season tickets and you know have you have you done that and so I under I get what you're saying um they seem to rally around everybody it's just yeah. me going to UCF and then seeing the demographics of Stillwater I was like okay well <laughs> I was like, ah, ooh. <laughs> yeah, like there's that. not a lot of, yeah, not a lot of diversity, but um, I feel like for like the four years that I was there, I would never in a million years ever move to a place like that. So it was kind of cool to experience um, like small town um, vibe when, yeah, like I said, I've never, ever lived in a place like that. <laughs> How was the food there? It was good. Yeah. There was not a ton of like restaurant options, but the few that were there, there were some good ones. Um, we like, there was a Thai place that we go to as a team all the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, 
it was what we needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got you through. I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. That was just something I was curious about in doing research for this. I was like, yeah, I got to see, you know, college, beautiful, beautiful people. Yeah. But you, you're driving into, to, you know, nothing. For sure. Essentially. Yeah. Stuff. Again, Stillwater <laughs> ain't no disrespect coming my way. Made the... I, I was just curious, you know, we, we come, mm-hmm. we're, from, we're from the city, not the country. So yeah, <laughs> um, just had to say, so enough of that track talk. Let's get to what the people want to know is about who is Sinclair Johnson off the track. What are three things that people do not know about you that they would be pleasantly surprised to know? Mm, they don't do not know about me. Um, I, I really, so I'm like big, I like doing a lot of outdoorsy things like rock climbing or um, hiking or biking. Like I'm, I don't know if that's like something that people don't know about me, but um, I do like in my downtime, love to like go do things like that. Um, I... Let's see what else that they don't know about me. Um, I I feel like I always use this as a fun fact, but it's kind of a fun fun fact. Um, when I was younger, I used to do like my mom. My mom made me do like modeling, um, okay. and I actually got a. Uh, I was like younger, younger, but I got a gig with Imes, the cat food. Um, really, like, company? Yeah, and so there's like this little newspaper clipping of me, like in an IMS ad. Um, so yeah, that's, I was a model once. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's see what else. And another thing is, um, I really enjoy cooking too. I feel like that's one of my, one of my, um, hobbies is just like trying new recipes or try and, you know, experimenting, experimenting myself. Um, but yeah, like those are, those are like three things. <laughs> okay. Well, this show is built on food. So, you know, we're going to get back to the food in just about 30 seconds. I would not. So you were in the IMS commercials or the model yeah. IMS. That is something I, for whatever reason, I never would have expected that, but I feel like I know like, so technically you're like a kid star. Like uh, that made it. I don't know. I was not that big, <laughs> but, it, it, but you I made think it was it, like one commercial or one ad. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yes, that is so pretty much. There's like nothing you can't do. Pretty much the <laughs> the jack of all trades. I have seen like um, you know with the outdoors. You've gone some really cool places mm-hmm. uh, and stuff. And your mom uh, just kind of you know I've heard you speak on her. She seems like really cool as well and very adventurous in the things that she tries. What's the, what's your favorite place that you've gotten a chance to go explore by yourself and with her? Um, so with her, my favorite place, we actually went to Machu Picchu one year in Peru oh, wow. and yeah, it was just like, it's crazy how untouched that entire, like, I mean, it was a civilization at one time, like just everything was, it was just completely intact. And, um, you know, it's just on the side of like this mountain. It's just, it's like the most beautiful, like picturesque thing you'll ever see. Um, and then by my, I mean, honestly, I've done a lot of travel with my mom. Um, so I think this is another one I did with her, but we also went to Thailand, um, Mm. for like my, um, graduation present. So, um, yeah, it was a really fun, really fun. God, that's like that's an amazing graduation present. Yeah, it was. I was very, very lucky, very fortunate. <laughs> what about in Portland? What are some of the, or not in Portland, but in Oregon? Uh, what are some of the go-to hiking places so far? Because I've actually, I went on one hike. I didn't think it would count as a hike, but it does. And I didn't realize how much of a workout it was. But yeah. Um, when it's in the right weather and you can breathe and you can kind of oversee creation, it's, it's pretty dope. Also, yeah. if just a hiking tip, if you are going hiking, do not go hiking in Nike freeze, learn that lesson the hard way. Oh but, well, yeah. That's probably not a good idea. <laughs> no, no. My feet were 
like they were on hard times. But uh, what's been your favorite place to explore in in Oregon? Um, I really like exploring like the Columbia River Gorge area. Um, okay. That's it's beautiful out there. And then also I've done a little bit of hiking on like the coast. So like near uh, like what's that city? Like not Bend. bend. Or... So like no Bend. Bend is more inland, um, but coastal cities like seaside or um manzanita um so kind of but yeah on like the like the yeah coast there's a lot of really good hiking out there too man see we don't have this fun stuff in florida (laughs) like we have we have have trails but you know it's they're nice they're nice i've I've been to like one or two but it's kind of hard especially you know, with Florida being such a bipolar weather state, um, yeah, you know, it could rain, you know, at any moment. But that is actually really cool, just kind of exploring the different parts of the world. Do you have like a bucket list of places that you want to go? Oh my gosh, see? yeah, I, yeah, so many places. Um, I definitely want to get to Norway at some point. Oh. That's like my my first like big one that I want to do. Um, and then honestly, there's a lot of like, like I want to travel a lot to like Italy and Croatia, like kind of that area. I haven't been to a lot of Europe, um, so exploring more there. And then um, also like uh, Latin America, like Nicaragua or like Costa Rica, I would love to. So it's still a lot, a lot of, a lot of places. There's just so many. Um, I mean, there's so many countries on this planet, so lots of travel (laughs) no but that's really exciting and it's better I mean from and you can correct me if I'm wrong it feels like you would it would be more fun to do it like outside of track season because like I know you know there's like the diamond league and and you know Norway and all this stuff but if you're like running and you got to go to bed at like you know seven and stuff like that Mm -hmm. it's like you can't really enjoy for sure surroundings and stuff like that yeah oh, yeah Italy yeah so d- epic. go ahead go ahead go yeah ahead. oh I was just gonna say like just tr- like when you're traveling to race just like so different just because you're I mean you're you're there for the race you know you're not there to explore and so you're not wanting to spend too much time on your feet or like you're trying to eat like super not super healthy but relatively healthy you know yeah. and so I want to be able to go on vacation just like try everything and eat whatever I want and then you know walk the entire city and um so yeah definitely off season (laughs) you seem very adventurous as far as like willing to try new things like a low-key I'm trying to think of a Disney or Nickelodeon character like a low-key Eliza Thornberry okay I'm not familiar with (laughs) okay so maybe it's the wild Thornberries but she had this ability to talk to animals and she traveled the world oh um, cool and got to see like new things i feel like you would be a dope travel guide though yeah maybe (laughs) i don't know (laughs) no but just the ability to get the most out of each moment but to help others kind of do the same you know and what they're saying i think that would be really cool that's really inspiring i italy's on my bucket list too because Mm -hmm. i just want the authentic experience because it's just so I don't know everything is so family oriented and just you know eating pasta and drinking like this Italian wine by the water and you know listening to music that I don't understand but like you know still feeling like you're part of like I don't know I think that's really cool I don't know much about Norway but the Italy one that would be epic yeah, there's just like so many different cultures. I think that's like the the coolest part about traveling is being able to see all these different cultures and just like the way different people live. And um, yeah. That is exciting. Especially it's so different compared to the United States and like yeah. how we live, good or bad. It's still, I don't know. A lot of the reason I want to travel is because of the food because oh yeah same here (laughs) yeah that's kind of the main reason like 
like even traveling like different states like i have a bucket list of states that i want to go to like you know what's the best pizza um you know go to new york specifically for the pizza i didn't know what the best eats were in oregon uh oregon don't kill me the food was like a <laughs> 6.4 out of 10 in my opinion yeah but that's probably because i didn't go to anything like good like there's the hunt what is it the hungry duck the angry duck that bar by oh <laughs> yeah i i forget what it's called something duck yeah um <laughs> and i got like the steak fries and those were like quite lit but i don't know but you said you yeah. enjoy you enjoy cooking so this show is built on food, specifically fried chicken, even though you see a banana above on the logo. <laughs> What's some of the go-tos that, uh, that you know, you have in your arsenal? Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like making shrimp scampi. I oh think that's gosh. one of my go-tos. Um, that's serious. I, oh, yeah. We're serious. <laughs> no, but... Um, <laughs> I also really like making burgers too. Um, that's probably one of my go-tos. And then another go-to I would say is like, uh, I make this dish with like um, chicken thighs and it's like a creamy mustard sauce with like broccoli and rice, which is really good. Um, yeah. Uh, and then sometimes I'm just like, I just like throw a bunch of things into a bowl and um, it ends up like being really good. (laughs) (laughs) That's how all the best recipes and best dishes, you know, come about Um, the burgers. So that's an interesting one. What's the key to a good burger? I think that like, so we have like two things. I feel like toasting, it's not the actual burger, but toasting the bun is like Mm -hmm. super, super key. And then also like seasoning the beef patties, like before you put it on the grill, I think is also like key. Yeah. And then getting some kind of good, like sauce combination, whether it's like, I don't know, ketchup and mayo or mustard or whatever you like. So yeah. Uh, Ketchup. See, I'm not a big, I think people (laughs) overdo it with the sauces. Yeah. Like, I see these videos on Instagram and it's like the two patties, lettuce, tomato, pickle, and two gallons of this odd concoction of like sesame seed, mayo, ketchup, mustard, Creole seasoning, and all this other stuff. And like it's (laughs) dripping from the burger. And it makes me cry because it ruins. That's just my opinion as an unofficial food aficionado. Yeah. Um, (laughs) that's fair <laughs> but ketchup and mayo that's yeah I, i've never <laughs> no you never tried it's good is that <laughs> like it. the is that like the big mac sauce or something like that that they put i, I don't so. eat mcdonald's yeah. but interesting okay that's something that i'm gonna just you know you the expert you the one that's <laughs> going places i'm not going i'm not gonna do it <laughs> grill or a flat top uh grill um don't have a flat top though i would love a flat top so that's gonna be like when we move into a bigger place um i'm definitely gonna invest in a flat top but for right now i'll just stick to the grill (laughs) i bought a it's this cheap little 40 dollar flat top like a griddle whatever the difference in those burgers it's night and day it's like florida and oregon's first of all because i don't know i found that the burger builds crust on a flat top yeah and it gives nice. it this amazing good, good sear yeah it gives it a great sear um even a cast iron skillet will do um yeah oh surprisingly. for sure um mm-hmm. that is interesting but i am so happy that you brought up the point about toasting the bun um, yeah you have to <laughs> but nobody does it like i go like some of the chain burger joints don't do it yeah and so you get the soggy bun because toasting the bun it ruins that you don't want to bite into a soggy bun before you eat your burger or like before you eat the patty it's just like it ruins it yes and then like the burger will fall apart if the bun Mm -hmm. is soggy like it'll just fall apart 
what's the key to a good fry though because you cannot have a good burger without good fries i have not mastered fries that's one thing i still need some work on so i am not sure (laughs) same here i don't know but what would you say what's the best fries of all the burger chains that you try though because that's an ongoing debate even on the show oh i honestly think five guys has the best fries is that a hot take (laughs) it's it's i agree with you i i surprisingly agree with you because i was team anti five guys but I can't refuse because they're so doggone expensive. That's the only reason yeah, that it is. Like, yeah. Like I legit like ordered a double cheeseburger and a medium fry and it costs $20. But yeah. here's why I will. Here's why I agree with you because five guys, it does not make sense to order anything above a small because they take another cup of fries and then they put it in the bag right next to the fries. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I'll, I agree with you. I, I'm not <laughs> fond of the burgers. I'm not going to even say I'm not fond of the burgers. There's a place down here called Burger Fi. Oh, um, Burger Fi is good. Mm-hmm. I've been there before. Their fries are, are laughable, but the burgers are lit and stuff like yeah. that so yeah uh, yes i'm actually you're actually it's funny it's a hot take because you're the first person that's actually said five guys really everybody <laughs> is mcdonald's no wendy's uh wendy's and mcdonald's are like the the key answers and then like steak and shake oh steak and shake yeah they're i just have, i'm not a big fan of shoestring fries though like i want a, a hearty fry <laughs> i feel like you have, you have to grab like 10 you know it's equal like the equivalent of like one normal one but they don't even give you a lot yeah they don't essentially okay sticking on the food scene being from florida and this take has almost gotten me kicked out of the state i think specifically in the central florida area that the food is a little overrated that's just my okay. If you were giving someone a guide of what to eat in Florida, if they're going visit, let's say we're going visit Orlando, Winter Park, Longwood, uh, College Park, that area, what's what's your go to? What are a couple of your go tos? See, that's I honestly I can't answer that question because when I was growing up, we lived obviously in the suburbs and we didn't really venture out into like the city, quote unquote, um, to eat. And then I didn't, I haven't been home in a while and I don't really go home that much. So I honestly, I can't answer that because I would not, I don't even, I haven't even been to enough restaurants. I, I, my friends and I would, we would go to Park Ave a lot. And okay. um, we would eat around there. There was like a Turkish restaurant. I remember being really, really good. Um, but yeah, that's like honestly all I got. <laughs> Ooh, burn. So quote unquote, <laughs> essentially, if you're looking for good food, you do not need to come to Orlando. <laughs> if it's not, it was not that. I think well, they're... In the Ultimate Springs area, there's not much over there. No, there's not. That's We didn't really go out to eat a whole lot mainly ate and so yeah Uh, well that's the key to being a champion you cook your own (laughs) because honestly i mean now it's not too much of a hot take because on that stretch of castleberry altamont springs and like obito nah (laughs) there there's not too much yeah yeah for sure what did you enjoy about just kind of growing up here um obviously before venturing out yeah I loved going to the beach that was like I really miss that because the coast out here is like you don't go in the water because it's like 50 degrees and it's not even really warm on the coast so I definitely miss going to the beach um what else did I I loved going to theme parks like was huge roller coaster fan so we would go to Universal Studios a lot um 
so yeah, miss, miss doing that on the weekends. Um, but yeah, that, I think like those are like two of like the highlights of my childhood. <laughs> Were you an annual pass holder? Uh, I maybe at one point, but like, I don't think we did it for like more than a year. Cause <laughs> I think it was like stupid expensive. <laughs> oh my gosh. It is impossible for, if you live in the city, like you get like 25 cents off essentially yeah it's Um, yeah it's like the florida resident discount which is not actually a discount no it's it's just like a you get about five dollars off this is a hot take what is the best beach in florida mine personally the one i used to go to that i love is new samara yeah we go there a lot um i like the west like the gulf side better though um like i like going to like Clearwater Beach a lot. Oh, that's um, a great one. Yeah. Yeah, Clearwater's nice. I feel like the the water is just like calmer and more warm over there too. Um, but yeah, I mean, New Smyrna was the closest beach, so we would basically go there every single time we went to the beach. Yeah, that one was. You had to hit New Smyrna at the right times, unless you run into people that you you know saw the next you know the day prior to because like I feel like yeah. everybody that went to high school with you know Central Florida went to New Smyrna I haven't been to Daytona love Clearwater Beach and then I will say this the beaches down there like in the Fort Lauderdale area oh yeah that area is so nice that is I have never and this probably sounds so stupid I've never seen water that blue mm-hmm. like and it's like they put food coloring in the water, yeah. Like to make it blue. So yes, those yeah. those are are great. Yeah, those bring up some really fun memories. Um, now it's just overpopulated. Yeah, there's so many people at the beach. But Universal, man, see, Universal is like. Have you been on? Did you ever go on the ride Dueling Dragons? Oh yeah, I love that ride. <laughs> uh, I mean, they closed it down, but yeah. Um, what was the go-to ride at Universal? Because from what I remember, it's it's so. If if you came back to Universal, more so Universal than Disney, I don't think you would recognize it. Um, really? Because like some of like Duel and Dragons is gone. Obviously, the big attraction is the Hulk. Um. Mm-hmm. There's that ride that everybody gets stuck on. Oh my gosh. It's the one where Kevin Hart and Jimmy Fallon went on. It's next to the mummy. It's oh, that, okay. You know that tall ride that it's like the tracks are red. It shoots you straight up in the air. And oh, then like, it's like the rip ride rocket. Rip ride rocket. Yeah. yeah. Um, everybody's still getting stuck on that. Um <laughs> Essentially, but they've closed down. And granted, like Harry Potter World is lit. I have yeah. to say, I have been highly recommend the Butterbeer if you you can get <laughs> yes. it. Um, get, you better get there early because the lines are incredibly Crazy. long. But yeah. what were like? What was like your go to? Essentially, um, I mean, yeah, I mean the whole you basically named all like whole feeling <laughs> dragons and. Um, I love the mummy ride too. <laughs> I think that one's fun. It's like, it's, I mean, you know, for the first part, it's like, you know, kind of like an animated ride, but then the roller coaster part is really fun. Oh, listen, I went on that ride. See, I am hellaciously afraid of roller coasters. Like I, I can't do roller coasters. Just the dynamic of going upside down a, and then B, going to Halloween Horror Nights and seeing people stuck on Rip Ride Rocket at nine o'clock at night, that just kind of did it for me. Yeah. But The Mummy, I it's been around forever, but I went on it like years, a few years ago, and it was the most fun ride. I've One of the most fun rides I've ever been on. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't, you know, it's, it's a little freaky when the ride like starts going backwards. Um, but... I agree with you there. Have you been to Halloween Horror Nights? Oh yeah. You would go every year. I I like don't I don't know why. I don't well not that I don't know why. I don't know why I go because I hate being scared. 
So I think it was more of like a peer pressure for my friends and stuff. But yeah, I've been and I hate it every time. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't like being scared. It's not it's, not one of my my favorite things. It's like you pay all that money to which is that was expensive too. Yeah. Um to be I'm with you because they're like, we're going to Halloween Horror Nights this year. You have to come. And it's just kind of like for what? because you're just <laughs> walking around in circles and then you're just seeing people pop out with chainsaws and yeah yeah the scare zones are the worst part for me so like I feel like too they know the people to target on and they always knew it was like that girl is gonna scream like bloody murder so <laughs> they would I feel like they would always come after me and and then I would, you know, scream even louder. And yeah, it's just like, I don't like it. <laughs> no, it was bad. I will say this. The last year I went, they targeted a girl that they felt was scared. And it did not end well. Thankfully, he's okay. But uh, he did get a two-piece and a biscuit. A guy with a oh, chainsaw. No. He got punched in the face. And you just see, like, blood and stuff like that. Yeah. That's <laughs> was- scary. It was like, you need to be careful who you target because, you know, some of these people, they react differently, yeah, you know, yeah. when they get scared. But no, I got like, I got scared once because there's this ultimate freaky like house in a portable and somebody like jumped out. It was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, this is so stupid. Like, I don't even walk around my own house with lights off, essentially, mm-hmm. you know, let alone to be there. Okay. Well those were some good memories because I haven't been back to Universal. Um, it's been years. It's too expensive to go. But Universal, if you want yeah. to sponsor this show, you know, feel free. You can definitely send some business your way. Give it, hook us up with some free passes. Seriously, free passes, free express passes, not yeah. like the passes. Yeah, true. The, the express passes and food vouchers. Yeah. Um, even though I will say they have like low-key updated the restaurants out there. Uh, That's good. There's in City Walk, Cinnabon still out there. Um, if anyone's curious, there's a place called Cowfish that sells really good hamburgers and alcohol. If people are into drinking, so um, <laughs> definitely showing steady improvement on the Universal end. We were talking about this a little bit before the show, but you are a legend in these parts when it comes to what you were able to do on the track and on the cross country course. And honestly, just I started working um, with Florida Runner. Shout out to the homie Adair. She was the first guest on this episode. But just talking to coaches and talking to even athletes, they still mention your name um, when it comes to the people that they look up to, to the point where it's like, okay, like you can't put me in that category yet, um, you know, because, you know, what you did was so excellent. Do you ever like stop to think about the legacy that you left behind, you know, when you were running down here? Yeah. I I mean, I feel like that's like my biggest hope is like ending this career and leaving like a legacy behind like that. So you like hearing that, like, I don't think you understand like how much that means to me. So um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Cause I feel like sometimes, you know, you have bad race or you're injured or, you know, there's like times where I don't like running and, I think too, there's like, you know, I thoughts of like quitting, like, is this really worth it? Like, do I really want to be doing this? And, um, but like knowing that there's, you know, some little girl out there or boy, whatever, and, you know, working their butt off because they want to run as fast as me or, um, you know, accomplish the things that I've accomplished. I think that alone, like makes this seemed like so much bigger than myself. And I think that's just like super, super special to, you know, cause when I was in high school, I looked up to Jenny Simpson and I thought, you know, like, wow, it'd be awesome to like be in her realm, you know? And so to know that there are people like that um, thinking of me in that way is like really, really special. Y'all got to understand like Seminole County, we don't have a team. Well, let me let me bowls is close uh newberry park in california there's not like we may not have that even though there's a couple schools like i said bowls up in jacksonville they're just they're 
uh, oh my gosh they just did crazy yeah. things uh the other day they had like six like four kids and like three different events go to states um in the distance events but Seminole County when I tell you that there's some legends in that county so got Jenny Berenger Simpson she was Jenny Berenger um you know when she ran out of veto but Jenny Simpson Sinclair you know winning right now she still has the state record in the 800 at 208 did one of the hardest doubles known to man it gives me lactic acid to think about somebody winning stakes in the <laughs> 800 and the 1600 like in the same that because those are too hard it's not it's not like the 16 this is just my opinion it's not like the 16 and the 32 um you know that's pain that that is pain and you did it twice um <laughs> yeah and stuff like that um you know you sinclair and now uh, we have Caroline Wells, who competes. Obviously, this episode will be released. She would have already competed. Um, Caroline Wells, who's committed to Stanford. Um, Stanford, you know, she's, you know, the next. She is the big thing in Seminole County. We've got Samuel Austin, uh, who competes at the University of Florida. Um, you know, last year, I mean, it wasn't even close, you know, running like 149 in the 800. Mm-hmm. How does you... It's, it's hard to say you're a part of a prestigious lineage because you were a part of the foundation of it. What do you what do you want these kids to know that are coming in your footsteps? If there was a piece of advice that you have to give them. I think like my biggest piece of advice and like what I'm still working on day to day is. Um, I think really just like enjoying what you do and like I feel like it's so easy to like get caught up in like the accolades or like times that you didn't run or times that you did run and stuff and I think there's a lot of like satisfaction I I have gotten over the years of being with teammates and you know like traveling to meets and meeting all these people through running and I feel like that's what I'm going to leave the sport and like really remember. Um, and I'm just I also too, I'm always having fun. And I feel like when I'm not having fun, I don't run well. Um, so I feel like always like keeping this light and just fun. And yes, of course, working hard and stuff, but like also too, like, yeah, like I said, just enjoying it and having fun with it. And I think you put those two things and um, first, I think you're going to have all the success uh, that you want to have. A couple more questions, then we'll get to uh, our rapid fire. And that was great advice. But even in high school, like I was in the stands at IMG on that hot day, you know, watching you, you know, still had a great race. I mean, second place is nothing to sneeze at. Still ran a fast time in the 800, but it always looked like you were just enjoying the moment, you know? just just yeah. having having fun and then I think that's what's been so amazing to see because it's so rare and that year I know that you know it wasn't the easiest you know there was you know some adversity how are you able to keep and I guess the bigger question is you showed like incredible skills that a bajillion year old humans still kind of struggle with in order just mm-hmm. to have joy you run with I said earlier in the show you look like you're having fun but that's the right word you look like you have so much joy when Mm -hmm. you run um and even the personality is just like something filled with joy and that's not to say um you know everybody gets down when you know there's hard times and everything but the joy is the constant um that's always there and so how were you able to maintain that, especially in the hard times, whether it was in high school, college, mm-hmm. or even, you know, your career now on and off the track? Yeah, I think it's a lot about just like remembering why I do this. And, and I think my why is I love competing. I love racing. I love trying to push myself and see, you know, how fast I can run, but also like, I just, I love winning too. Like I want to win every single race. I set on the line for and that's why I do the sport is because simply like the 
the adrenaline rush and joy I get from racing. Um, so when I am having those times where I'm injured or not running well and kind of lose sight of that, I have to like kind of circle back and remember, okay, why am I doing this? You know? And when I remember my why, it's like a lot easier to, to get through those hard times. Yeah. You do run like you owe, like somebody owes you some money too. So let's just not, <laughs> <laughs> let's, you know, let's get that straight. Um, what is like, have you thought about what you wanted to do? And this will be the last question. Then we'll move on to the last segment. Have you thought about what did you want, what you want to do like post-track? Cause I think you would actually be a legit like coach. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have always said that I would never coach only because I have so much like internal drive and internal like motivation that I know some people just like don't have, and that's not something that you can really teach. And I think I would get really frustrated with like seeing, (laughs) because like this has even happened in like high school and college. Like there were super talented people all around me and they just didn't have that fire that like that same, like, drive to like, you know, be the best they can be. And I think I would have a hard time relating to people like that as a coach. Um, so I don't know, maybe one day, maybe I'll change my mind and maybe like I could be that person to like spark that fire or like, you know, ignite that like motivation for them. So who knows, but, um, in terms of like, yeah, (laughs) right. Um, in terms of what I, I don't know yet. I think I, I'm very like tunnel vision type of person. So when I'm doing something, I put all my eggs in the basket and I feel like I've just gotten started with running too. So I, uh, I don't know. Um, hopefully I'll know when that time comes and I have to hang up the spikes. <laughs> Honest to God's truth. I feel like you're going to be on like those, uh, God, what it's called food paradise where they travel around the world. I mean, that'd like be that. pretty cool. <laughs> like literally just like have the own vlog or whatever the case might be, just traveling food and then they pay you to do it. I don't I know. I wouldn't mind that at all. <laughs> no, that's 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 just my go-to. Like I said, you can be a great coach by doing that. Like I said, all that's why you have to have assistant coaches. Say, so listen, yeah. little Johnny, he's just not about that life. You know, he's got to go you know, yeah. sign them up for table tennis or something like that. Um, yeah. But like, if you hit on that one athlete, that's like, just like you, then I don't know. That could be really yeah. fun, but that's yeah. neither here nor there. You have some Olympic medals to win before we even get a chance to <laughs> move that fast. So we're not, we are now at our final segment down the home stretch i'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions i want you to answer them to the best of your ability if you do not it's really okay because (laughs) eight people have with the gold medalist being liz gleedle from canada javelin thrower she killed it are you ready yes let's do it (laughs) if there was a food that you could live with and a food that you would live without what would they be um live with would be uh a burrito of any sorts i love burritos (laughs) um live without i'm not i'm not i actually hate cilantro like it i have that gene where it like tastes like soap and yeah i'm not which i know makes no sense because i just said burrito and like that's like the main ingredient in mexican food um but yeah, I don't like cilantro. <laughs> I saw that tweet today. It was like, and this is not going to kind of get some time, but what, it makes so much sense now because it said, if you're having a bad day, think that there's people who can't eat cilantro because it tastes like soap and remember that you're not them. And so I was like, what does that <laughs> even mean? And then you just explain it. So, oh my God, I'm praying for you. Uh, so can you not like eat Chipotle or something? I just like try to get plain brown rice, which is like such a pain for them, but yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what they get paid for. That's okay. That's cool too. Right. If you were put on a Food Network show, a current Food Network show, any Food Network show, which one would you be on? Um, I don't know if I've seen any. Uh, actually, 
there's chop, there's diners, drive-ins, and dives. There's okay, I do diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yes, yeah. that's what I would say. A day at the beach or a day hiking up a mountain? Hiking up a mountain. Okay. If you had, I wasn't going to ask this, but I want to now. If you had to pick a superhero to describe your game on the track, who are you rolling with? Or any television um, character? Probably Flash. <laughs> He's fast, Flash. right? Yes, that's, that's the number one. I asked that question at pre, that's been the number one response. I feel that. If you had to pick someone to narrate a race, any of your races, who would it be? Oh, I would do, I'd probably do Morgan Freeman. It's just like oh. such a nice voice. I would love that, especially the last hundred meters of the race. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, I'm not even going to guess. What's the best show out on Netflix, Hulu, or Disney Plus right now? Um, it could be an old show sh too. Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek, yeah, my favorite. <laughs> so really, good. yeah. I, I can't get with that show. I'm sorry, I'm a bad yeah. person. It's like no, it's just like a, it's a sense of it's like a different kind of sense of humor. But I think like it grows on you if you like give it a chance. <laughs> okay, I've been told that. I, that's something I've been told. Okay, if you had to be a guest on any show, what would it be? Um, on any show, huh? Like talk, TV show? Okay. It could be like Shit's Creek, Gilmore Girls, The Talk, The Chew, Sports Center. It doesn't matter. Anything. Um, honestly, I'd probably do, um, what's like the Chip and Joanna Gaines, like their, their home, like HGTV. They like, they, uh, Magnolia what is it called? Film. Yeah, but it's a Fic what is no. the TV show called? Uh, I, I'm looking it up now. I forgot. Fixer, fixer Upper. Fixer Upper. Okay. It's called Fixer Upper. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel Maybe like that. I feel like that's a Stillwater kind of answer. <laughs> yeah. Because of, of like the country homes and all that stuff. Okay, Chip, Joanna, y'all. I know y'all got money. You got your own network, so let's let's make that happen. <laughs> All right, if you had to, few more, if you had to have dinner with anybody living, I don't like doing dead because I think that's weird, okay. but any living person that you would want to have dinner with, who would it be? Uh, Serena Williams, for sure. Oh, oh for sure. I love that answer. Mm -hmm. Love Serena. <laughs> dream, look, dream vacation spot. Ooh, gosh. Probably one of the places that I've... Um, Honestly, I really want to go to Croatia. So I'll say that, Croatia. Oh, yeah, okay. Any sporting event in the world that you could attend or any event that you could attend? Um, uh, I want to go to a Formula One race. Oh, F1 race. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Who's the, who's the favorite, who's your favorite F1 driver? Oh, I know, I don't know anybody, but um, Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton. Um, yeah so i guess him only by default because i don't know anybody else <laughs> i don't either i just people tweet about it so i decided to watch it i was like okay this is kind of lit um if there was any other sport that you could play outside of lacrosse and track and field what would it be um well it'd probably be either i think it'd be basketball oh you're a hooper I'm not, no, but like if I could, <laughs> if I could be good at it and play, I would for sure do it. Two more questions. Superpower that you wish you had? Um, ability to fly. Would you use it on the track? No, no. <laughs> All right, last question. Oh man, and it just slipped my head. Okay, fine. If there was one person that could read to you or better scratch that scratch that scratch that because it just came back if there was a movie made about your life who would you want to play your character oh that's a good question um do you know who nina dobrev is yes She's, yeah yeah nina dobrev would be my my pick I love that. I would say her or like low-key Natalie Portman. 
Oh, okay. But that'd be cool too. <laughs> Nina, no, 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 Nina, Nina, Nina to go. I'd love that answer. Yeah. Because that is that's a great answer. You, you actually won. Yeah. You are like you've earned your first gold medal because that's the fastest, <laughs> even with the distraction. Um, that is the fastest Sweet. anyone has ever um, done down a home stretch. So, last question: What can we expect from Sinclair Johnson this year? How are we rocking on the track? Yeah, um, I'm going to make that world championship team. So that's my, my number one goal. Um, that's what I'm going for. So hopefully I'll be in Eugene representing Team USA um, in July. Well, I think you're going to medal. I'll put $20 on it. I say <laughs> you take home a medal and you make that team. You do big things representing the great state of Florida. And you'll still have, hopefully you still have your 800 meter record. Sinclair, it was an honor to have you on the show. Uh, where can the people support you? Where can they find you? Uh, mainly on Instagram. It's just my name. So Sinclair Johnson. Um, yeah, that's basically my only social media platform. So you can find me there. <laughs> that's all that matters. Every other social media platform is overrated again thank you for coming <laughs> on the show as always with lactic acid if you're looking to sponsor the show hit me up at lactic acid podcast at gmail.com and you can find us on instagram lactic acid podcast youtube we're actually getting that started well it's been started but there's some exclusive content on there lactic acid with dominic smith twitter lactic acid underscore pod a brother still has tiktok for whatever reason i don't know how to use it how to post on it uh screwed up on the first post and there hasn't been a post since and that was four months ago but go ahead and follow me on there uh lactic acid podcast and then obviously apple spotify google podcast wherever you get your podcast like subscribe to get the latest information latest episodes send a like a nice review it helps people find out about the podcast and we will catch you next time Thank you.